G'day guys, Captain the Ship Man in Charge, Bradley J Driver. Welcome to A Lot To Talk About, back here for another visual interview series with a very special guest here in Sydney. Look at the iconic scenes behind us. We've got the bridge, the opera house right in front of us and Luna Park out there to your right. But I'm here with my man, Mr. Tom Ford. How are you, brother? I'm good, I'm happy to be here, my man. Really good to have you. It's funny, we were just talking about a minute ago, every time I search you online, the famous international designer comes up. Do you have anything to do with that? No, nothing at all. I had his name first. When he was when I was born and I got given Tom Ford, it wasn't a thing. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to put that there. Well, let me tell you, brother, you're making waves, man. People are starting to get to know you. And in fact, a lot of people know exactly what you're all about because you nearly had a million followers on TikTok. That's right. It's unreal and it came all unexpected. So I'm loving it and making the most of it. And this is like, if I look at your content, and I was saying to you before, when we just first met, this is the first time we've sort of met and had a chat properly today. That's right. Is me and all my mates share your stuff around because it's very relatable. Like we all grew up at school going That's right. through those situations and scenarios that you play out in your skits. And a lot of it is about being a, a high school boy in Australia and I guess the highs and lows of that life. So where does that inspo come from you? Is it just your school days and those stories? Dude, mainly my mates, I'd say. Like, um, you know, you go like, I make my content about, I try to make it about relatable stuff. And, uh, you know, everyone went through school, like you said before, yeah. so everyone understands it. And uh, I'll pinpoint something that, uh, you know, everyone went through and then just exaggerate the shit out of it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully get a laugh out of it. So it's sick that people like it and share it around. So for you, this has all come about quite candidly where it was just you making content, but now all of a sudden there's nearly a million people that watch you. When you began this, was this just you having fun with mates online? Oh yeah, um, it was. Um, I mainly got into it because I was procrastinating for HSE, and um, so like I'd sit at my desk, and then um, a couple of my mates had the app. But uh, every, I think that was back when people downloaded TikTok as a joke. Yeah. So it wasn't actually a um, uh, you know a thing that people did, and then. Uh, you know, once I downloaded the app and I'm sitting at my desk, you know, trying to get some work done and uh, I, you know, think about the relatable stuff that happens at school. You know, your teacher walks past you during an exam or, you know, when they say time's up, you know, all that sort of jazz. And then I'd make it, post it to my 10 followers, which were all my mates. And, um, you know, people, other people started liking it, started blowing up. I was like, oh, I've got something going on here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. How does it feel at first when you start to see that that's obviously really relatable to the, the viewers and the people that watch? And then you start to see that view account and the follow account go crazy. Oh, yeah. Did it happen very much overnight or has this been a thing where over the course of a couple of years it's just slowly but surely grown? No, I'd say I'd say a course of a couple of years. Um, it, it's it was like it's been a constant like incline. Um, it never like stopped or anything, which was sick, but you know, when you when you get viral videos and that's what you know, yeah. if, if one video goes viral, that kind of like starts it off. So that's when yeah. you get your first like 10k followers. And then uh, you make some more videos similar to that and then people like it and then it just keeps on going up. But um, yeah, there were spikes and then steadiness and spikes. Uh, it's just the beauty of it, you never know. It's weird, I remember going through a similar phase, not that I blew up, but early, like early, early lockdown in the first sort of hit of COVID in Sydney. I remember being at home and I was like, this TikTok thing is actually quite a guilty pleasure. Like it's a lot of fun. Oh yeah. And I remember, remember that sound that was going around TikTok, Vetus, the guy that used to wear that like white body style suit and like he used to sing and it was like, la, 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 uh, uh. you know the one I'm talking uh, no, about? No, I haven't seen it. You know the one he's like sort of floating around the stage like, uh, 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 Oh uh, mate, uh, was it like a dance he did? Yeah. Okay, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really weird character. Okay. Like it's hard to explain him. And 
I just thought his outfit kind of looked like aluminium foil. Right. So I covered myself in aluminium foil <laughs> and lip synced that. Right. And it was kind of like a real close up in my face, so it wasn't pretty. Yeah, yeah. And um, it got like, I think it got 100,000 views. And in my head, I was like, that's fucking weird because <laughs> there's like 500 people that follow me on this app. So, like, how does that work? Exactly. And I started to understand that this TikTok concept is actually quite powerful and it has that ability to go really viral or oh, that yeah. virality and yeah. you're experiencing that now to the first degree. <laughs> That's right. So talk to me about how that goes from just being a whole heap of fun to now providing you with professional opportunities. Um, how does that go? Well, basically, you know, so it starts off as fun, your mates are liking it, people are liking it and then I had, then next thing you know, you've got, um, you know, businesses and brands emailing you and, um, you know, asking, oh, look, I want you to do this. I like your content. I think you'd be good at doing this. I'd give you so-and-so. Uh, and then my, and then my uh, agent, Jordan, if you're listening to this, legend, uh, then he came up and uh, took me under his wing and um, he gives me all these good jobs now, which is sick. And uh, the beauty of it is they don't, uh, how do I say this, control your content. You can yeah. still posting all your content that you like. You don't get censored or limited to like what you get to post. And then when it, you know, maybe a brand deal comes along or something like that, then um, they'll uh, they'll tell you what you need to do, what you what you can and can't, and then you do that, and then you can just go back to your usual stuff. So yeah. it's, it's it's good. That's awesome. To yeah, hear. flexible. Talk to me about the insecurities of getting virality. Like, was there ever a time for you where you started to worry that, like, oh, what are my mates going to think when I post yeah. this? What are my family going to think? And what happens if I make a video that isn't relatable? That the audience yeah. don't get the joke that I thought was fucking hilarious. Yeah, no, it it um it does happen. It more happened at the start. I mean, now I'll post and uh, you know there's there's no insecurities. I'll be if I'm happy with it and I put it out there. You know, you can't you can't make everyone happy, but it's just yeah. you know at the end of the day, I'll post what I think I like, and um, and if other people like it, that's like the bonus. But um, you basically, yeah, as long as you just stay like true to yourself and your content, you don't start changing your content to please others. You still post content that you like. Um, it actually works a lot better than trying to change. Because people will catch on if you're trying to change, I feel, and then they'll be like, you know, people know on, this what isn't it's not you. authentic. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So with all of this blowing up now, let's say, and for your sake, I really hope it does, it continues to move in that direction, which I have no doubt. You create a fellow and we spoke about some of your plans just before Let's say Hollywood calls. Hollywood, wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you yeah. up for that sort of stuff? I'd be, like... I'd be so up for that. That'd be sick. Um, obviously, it's crossed your, uh, you know, crossed my mind quite a lot, and it's, um, it's definitely something you know I'd give a go. But uh, I mean, I've seen TikTok, like it's just TikTok. You know, people might say, but I have seen, you know, there are creators on TikTok that have been recognised from, you know, bigger things. So then they can mm. move out of, you know, TikTok's been their starting thing. They've got recognised from that, and then they move out of that because. Um, I mean, it's hit like a billion users, so it's like Which a you know, it's a big thing now. Um, it's not just some um, app that you you know learn how to fucking renegade to. So yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. bit of comedy. And I still in haven't that. learned. So. Yeah, <laughs> there's talent on there. So um, for sure. Yeah. And I think the thing is, I think the world's now starting to realise that social media is a very real thing. Like whilst it's part of that virtual world, yeah, we're moving into a phase of life where um, you know, even in some cases, athletically. That's athletes right. are judged based off the amount of social media followers they have. So it's not always 
positive and it's not always on merit but sometimes it's actually really helpful and really handy like we're sitting here now talking about a lot to talk about and you know this podcast that i've created that wouldn't be a possibility without that world oh no so yeah. you must feel appreciative for it and appreciative for the fact that you found it yeah no definitely well and the thing and the beauty of it is is that it's always changing so it's always going to bring in new people and like new creators with new sort of content because um I mean, think about like social media changes every year. It does, there's always yeah. something different. There's always a new trend. So um, it just brings in new people and then there's always gonna be something on there that people can post. So that's the beauty of it. Well, right. we're gonna move this interview on from the bridge to somewhere else in the city. So let's go. Let's go. So Tom, we were talking about what you're doing now, the potential opportunities that will come around with acting and you know potentially something like Hollywood and, and going over and being in, in different parts of the world, filming yeah. and, and being an entertainer of all sorts. Talk to me about the bucket list, not just professionally, but in life. What are some of those things that you want to do and that are on that list? Right, well, I definitely, um, I'm at uni at the moment. I want to smack that out. Yep. And, uh, you know, I've got my back up there and then I'm planning on next year doing a lot of traveling and uh, making videos as well, like while I'm traveling and stuff mm. like that. I reckon that would be sick, a change of scenery. And then, um, and then a year after, I want to give acting a smack. I want to see how I can go with there because like, I've always been interested in it. Mm. You know, I see these big actors on TV and I'm like, look, that would be sick. Like, I reckon that's awesome. Be? Yeah, big time. And um, I've always loved, you know, doing like bits of acting. I mean, you could say TikTok, there's a bit there. But I want to give that a go, see how that goes. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, devote a whole year to it. And if I like it, then I like it. And uh, You know what fascinates me about that world of acting and movies is... Like, I'm a guy whose mind changes quite consistently. Like, I love one thing one minute, I'm interested in something else the next. I love the idea that, like, you could dedicate yourself to a role for six months, be a completely different person oh, in yeah. another world. <laughs> and then, like, my favourite movie of all time is Catch Me If You Can with Leo DiCaprio and Tom Hanks. I haven't seen it. Because it's one. like, it's great. It's actually based on a true story, and it's this guy who basically commits fraud for a big part of his life, but he fakes being a doctor, fakes being a... Um, uh, fucking what do they call him a pilot right um, he just fakes all these different jobs a lawyer okay and finds a way to like fraudulently get his way through it yeah yeah, yeah. and the thing that fascinates me is I'm like that guy had done so many things in his life and he's actually a real human being <laughs> yeah exactly like no. yeah, it's quite interesting character. yeah new character every single time um, I reckon that'd be awesome sick job and uh, it's definitely yeah. something I want to look into so who's your favourite actor and what's your favourite movie I reckon I'd I'd probably say Leonardo and uh, favourite movie I thought Wolf of Wall Street was pretty sick. Yeah, I reckon that was a movie. sick movie. Um, but no, the Leonardo, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Um, what's that? It was when he was real young. It was like when he got recognised for it. He was playing a uh, disabled person. Uh, have you heard of it? Um, I haven't seen the movie, but I've been seeing clips of it on yeah, TikTok, actually. Yeah, he's real, he's real disabled get... and he's uh, trying to wake up his uh, mum. Yes. I should know the name of it. I I've forgotten it. I saw it a, he's I saw it a long so time ago. He's been in so many great movies. Yeah. He's a guy who's just through his career matured heaps. Oh, yeah, there. big time. No, but um, his performance in this movie when he was playing this um, disabled kid um, was un unreal. Like He mm. was real young at the time and um, Johnny Depp was also in it. He debuted in that movie. It's when he got kind of well known. Uh, but no, nah, was, he was sick in that movie and that was like, you know, that it'd be pretty awesome to do that sort of stuff. So yeah. 100%. Talk a little bit about life off the screen and I connected with you on Insta, right? And your Insta and your TikTok are kind of different worlds. Oh, yeah. Your TikTok is where you put on that character and you play that role. And your Insta is very much, I guess there's a little bit of that that comes across, but your Insta is very much who you are as a human being. 
in life. And one exactly. of the things I picked up is you love to surf. We were speaking about just a few moments ago, your passion for surfing and what that does for you. Explain a little bit to us what that hobby means and, and what it does for your mental yeah. health too. Look, all my, all my mates surfed, um, you know, early days at school, they were all surfing and um, I'd always go to the beach and just, uh, you know, soak up the sun and watch them and stuff. I never, um, to be honest, I actually had a bit of a fear for the ocean when I was younger. Like, I was the uh, same. Yeah, I, when I was in the ocean, I was like, I, like my mates would go swimming. I'd be like, guys, you know, the flags aren't there. You know, let's go swim in the flags. Let's just be yeah. safe and stuff. They'd be like, oh, you know, relax and stuff like that. It's sweet. And I'm like, I can't do this. I'd literally go like walk over to the flags and swim in there by yeah. myself. But um, no, and then, um, and, then, and then after school, I was like, okay, I should really give this a go. Like I, I always knew that I'd enjoy it, but I just didn't have the... Um, so this I just is didn't recent. No, this, yeah, I only got into it like year 12, like yeah, just mad. as I was finishing school. So two years. And um, honestly, man, I, I, I do it for fun. I'm not doing it competitive or anything. And uh, all, we, we all go out together and stuff, our mates and stuff. So what we do when we link up. And um, it's awesome being in the sun. You get a vitamin D, you get mm. the salt on your face, and it's, it's therapeutic, good for the head. Um, so much fun, the whole social side of it. And it's one yeah. of those sports you can do for a long time. Yeah. You know, like um, you can't play footy when you're, you know, 50 years old. So, yeah. but surfing you can do. I've seen, I've seen like 65 year old blokes out there on 10 foot mouths, yeah. and they're loving it. And so. they're always chilled, eh? Oh yeah, big time. It's always yeah. nice out there, everyone's friendly. What's your favourite wave in Sydney to surf, and what's the dream wave to be able to go and chase overseas? Uh, Mona Vale. We always Mona Vale in the Northern Beaches. That's our. That's like where we go. That's yeah. It's always the spot that we surf, um, which is sick. And then um, our dream uh, dream wave. Oh, probably pipeline on a small day. <laughs> okay. I've actually been to pipeline in Hawaii when I was like not to surf, just to have a geese. When I was probably like. I would have been like 16 or 15, right? And I remember this day it was, we went on this tour of like the northern part of Oahu and we went to Pipeline, but just before Pipeline, we went to um, where they have the big waves surfing, Waima Bay. Waima, yeah, 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 yeah. I hope I said that right. And insane, like I'm talking, it was 25 foot. Oh yeah. And they were supposed to have the big wave comp that day and they said, oh, we might wait until it's a bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> bigger, yeah, no. What's and the, the gnarly thing about that wave is um, it gets real shallow real quick. So yeah. it turns into a massive shorey mm. and it sucks up and there's so much water moving, you know, the lip of the wave could be like, I'm telling right, you, like- so you get, scary, you get, you're yeah, looking you're, at it like- Oh yeah. Fuck. Well, even then we went to pipeline straight after, like half an hour later and I remember looking, the thing that was, that caught my eye and I can't forget is big surf and these guys coming out of these massive tubes, but there were all these broken boards in the sand and you'd see a guy come in, his board snapped in half, stick it in the sand, grab another one out, <laughs> it goes straight back out and I'm like, yeah. they're crazy fuckers. I know, eh? yeah, fully, no, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be athletic to do that, to, you know, surf waves yeah. like that. Well, two years in the game, maybe there's still hope for me yet. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> I reckon you should, you should go back, back out, out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. I reckon we'll move on and get a coffee, eh? Let's do that. Alrighty, so we're sitting here in a cheeky little alleyway in Sydney. A little bit of a special find over a coffee and a couple more questions I want to ask you, brother. One being, with that following of now 900,000 people at the time of recording this, what's the weirdest thing? That you've received off the back of one of those followers or the weirdest thing that's happened due to having that many people's um, eyes on you okay recently um actually no i've got i've got i've got two stories to tell so the first one is uh i recently went to byron and um 
we're in uh, Lennox Head, which is uh, just like next door, and uh, we're at a um, we're at a like a shopping centre, all right. And my mate was parked in the car park, and I was running out to uh, mm. go grab some food. And then um, so he's like parked. I go ran out, get, got my food, and I walk back out into the car park. And he's not he's not where he, he's not where he parked, right? So they're obviously playing some prank, taking the piss yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. They've moved spots, and they're probably laughing somewhere in their car, like looking at me, like stand there with all this food, like where you know where are you guys? Yeah. Anyway, so I like finally find them, you know, I walk over and then like I open the car door and I say like, you know, oh, you guys just made me look like an absolute fuckhead. Get in the car, drive off. And then about, you know, two seconds later, I get some bloke that comments on my, um, you know, Instagram photo that I posted. And he's just like, oh, I just saw you in uh, Lennox Head and you just, you just got in your mate's car and, and then said, and then quoted exactly what I said when I, when I opened the car door. <laughs> and then as soon as I, this was literally not even five minutes after, yeah. you know, we're on my, our way back to Bayern. I was just like, I show my mates, I'm like, where, how does this work? There was like no one around yeah. us and stuff. And this yeah. bloke hears what I say, like as I get in the car. I thought that was pretty extraordinary. That's, um, it's pretty a bit interesting. stalkerish, but I, it, it happens. Like they'll, they'll, or they'll DM me and be like, um, like two minutes after I just got, like I was on the, I was on the Ferris wheel in Darling Harbour the other day. Mm. And uh, I, I just get off the Ferris wheel and then some bloke just, you know, messages me two minutes later, just like, I just saw you get off the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, <laughs> come say g'day. <laughs> is, it, is it weird, like when that begins to happen for the first time? Uh, yeah, definitely. Mm. But um, no, it's kind of. Um, I mean, I've, uh, sometimes I don't get used to it, certain interactions. But um, most of the time, you know, I'm, I'm pretty used to it, and it's just what you know. It just happens. It's cool, and yeah. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's yeah. special. And I think it's something you'll always look back on and be really appreciative for that. And I think exactly. you said it there. Come say g'day. That mentality is what will allow you to continue to grow. For sure. The fact that you are willing to open up and allow people to come and say g'day and have a chat. Exactly. You're a personable guy, so it helps. As long as I don't get off that Ferris wheel and eat shit and fall on my face, yeah, exactly. so it's all good if and they can see And find it on the For You page a week later. Yeah, <laughs> someone got it on camera. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about, it's a question I love to ask my guests. Are there any regrets that you have in your life? And if there are, do you mind sharing and, and talking about the lesson you've learned from that? Yeah. Um, my biggest regret was probably not... It probably wasn't joining the um, school plays at school, to be honest. Um, they hosted all, like, I went to Knox Grammar uh, in Wurunga, and they hosted, like, heaps of, like, you know, school plays for drama and stuff like that. And at the time, I was young and... Um, naive and I, did, I, I didn't do them just because it was like frowned upon if you're in like mm. you know the drama school plays and stuff and I was a all boys school so I never did that and then but then when I was sitting in the audience and watching them I was just like oh look that'd be really cool I should be up there and stuff like that and I let um, you know what people thought about the school plays back in the day affect like you know me going uh, and doing them and uh, if I could learn from that it'd be um, do, do what you want to do and don't listen to what other people do. Like straight, like, you, you know, you hear it all the time, but it's so true. Uh, if you want to do something, do it. And don't let, uh, simple as that, don't let um, other people, uh, you know, influence your decisions because at the end of the day, then you're missing out, you know. They're not gaining anything from you doing it or not. So uh, you're the only one that's at fault and you're missing out. So you may as well do it. I reckon that's the single hardest thing you can do as a young human being in today's society is Big time. strip away strip away the care factor of how people see you or how you perceive and allow yourself to be 100% you. It's something that my most recent guest, Zach and I spoke about, is for him that was his biggest fear, not being 100% himself. And it's so easy in today's society because social media has built an expectation of who we're supposed to be. Exactly. Our friends have built an expectation based off 
the life that they've lived, what they've copped criticism for, what's made them embarrassed or feel um, feel as though they're an outsider before in their life. And it's something that I come to grips yeah. with every day is trying to be 100% authentically you. And you're right, when you look back on those decisions and those moments, you realize that you're the only one that missed out. Exactly. You missed out on the opportunity to be exactly. a better version of yourself for it. 100%. So, man, I look back, it's funny, because I look back on being around nine or 10 years of age. And I went to a Christian school, a private school, and um, boys and girls through junior and high, it was like, we all went to preschool yeah, through to year, yeah. year 10. I was gonna say year 12, I didn't get there. Year 10 together. And it was interesting because a friend of mine reached out to me from school. She's one of my good friends at school. And she said, it's funny to see you doing what you do now because when the role for Jesus in the This Is Your Life flashback, at the end of year assembly was up for grabs. You wanted to be the guy who was in front of everyone on stage. <laughs> and I look back at those things and I'm like, I was lucky though that during my later years of school, same thing, it was kind of like, I was a, I was a footy boy, I loved playing sport. So it's kind of like that would be the embarrassing thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But during your youth, when you've got that like zero care factor, you're just you. Yeah, like, exactly. So those very early years of life. And I, I think if we can learn something from the older generation, we can definitely learn something from the, the definitely. younger generation. 100%. Where there is no worry about yeah. the influence that you hold or how you perceive, you're just you. 100%. There's something about that youthful child energy so that true, yeah. is very authentic. Definitely. Very authentic. Talk to me about your biggest fear. Uh, well, it's not the ocean anymore, I promise <laughs> you about that. Um, You'd be worried if it was. Oh yeah, big time. No, I, I got over that a while ago. Um, my biggest fear, probably not, not reaching my potential. Mm. That, because I always think about that and I go, oh look, I really hope I do and stuff like that. And um, I think the fact that I have that mentality um, and that fear, I kind of thrive off that and it's actually heading me in the right direction. But um, yeah, I'd say not reaching my potential. I reckon that's, that, you know, that scares me because you know, I got to think about everything I'm doing. I'm like, look, I hope this is going to lead one step towards where, you know, my potential and stuff like that. And, um, or will it not, you know, you don't know. So you just got to, you got to take that risk. And, um, and look, I, I reckon, you know, the fear, I thrive off it and that will put me, put me in the right direction. And then, uh, look, hopefully I do. All right. So second last question I'm going to ask you here today. We know that Tom Ford, the 20-year-old guy from Sydney, Australia, some may or may not know that you have South African and Australian background, so you've got a nice mix there. But what's one thing that the audience and the people who follow you wouldn't exactly know about Tom Ford? I used to, I used to be really big in scooter riding, and I actually have a YouTube channel that is purely all scooter it's videos, there. and no one from my TikTok audience has found, caught on to that yet. But there's a solid, there's about, you know, I think, 10 or 15 videos there of me riding a scooter from when I was, you know, nine to 12 years old. So if you guys wanna, if you guys wanna check that out, that's uh, TJ Ford Scoots, one word on YouTube. So that's one I thing that no one it. knows about I me. I love it. Let me ask a question off the back of that quickly. Yeah. You must have some fucking calloused ankles, bro. You had a tail <laughs> oh, which you'd cop to dude, the ankles. you have no idea it was the worst. And you, you, you know, it, luckily they don't last long, but at the time while it's painful, yeah. oh, it's bad. There's nothing worse than nothing a scooter worse. to the ankle, <laughs> Um, last question I want to ask you. Let's get in touch a little bit more with the romantic sure. side of Tom Ford, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good-looking good 20, 20-year-old bloke from Sydney, Australia, mate, with an audience. There's plenty of girls I can imagine that would, are within that 900,000 followers. 
If you've got a gorgeous girl that you're going to take out and impress for the day, what's the go-to date day? Oh. Like, signature Tom Ford. I'd probably... I'd probably take them somewhere fancy. Um, and it's a bit cheeky as well, because I actually have a mate that works at Obar, and that's very fancy, nice. so, you know, he could help out there with the... Uh, Cheeky little stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe a couple of discounts that would help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somewhere fancy with a nice view. Um, make it fun. You know, don't make it too formal yeah. or anything like that. You want, you know, you, you want it to be relaxed. And then uh, go for a walk around the city. I love uh, it. You know, you got to make it spontaneous, right? You you want everything to be spontaneous. If it's too planned and you're too strict to it, then uh, it's just going to be too robotic. Uh, make it relaxing. Um, yeah, look, honestly, that, that's all I could say. I mean, it depends on the girl, but uh, as long as you can keep it natural and spontaneous, I reckon, uh, I reckon I they'll it. enjoy your company. I so, love yeah. it. I might write a few of those down myself, mate. <laughs> Legend, hey, it's been an absolute pleasure sitting down, touring a little bit of Sydney with you, which has been nice because it's been a minute through COVID that we've had the opportunity to come back and do this. That's so right. really appreciate your time, brother. I'm no very worries, excited man. for your I'm future. I'm glad you reached out and I've, uh, I've enjoyed it. So uh, thanks for having me. I'm a fan of Tom Ford. Cheers. Blow a stack for your niggas with your trapping ass.